Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, Queen. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hi everyone, it's Brendan. And Dan. And this is Come Through Queen. Why have we not met your dad and Meg Ryan? Here, here's the thing. My dad is Lisa. now... <laughs> Jesus. No, Hi Brendan. Hey Dan, what's going on? Another week, another week of one million Bravo shows. Um, but I will say, the queens brought it. Mm. Um, the ones who bring it usually brought it. And yeah. Some others didn't bring it. Sorry, and Beverly Hills. Uh, I haven't checked into this, and I don't know if you have, but Alex told me this new season of Southern Charm is actually off to a good start. I still refuse to watch Southern Charm um, because every het on there is a Trump supporter, and I can see it from a mile away. Even the hets that I like, like uh, like a Cameron and a Catherine, I, mm. they still check the box for you-know-who. So... According to Alex, Naomi kind of has center mint julep at this point. Interesting. She's no longer with Craig, and it's just a new, interesting narrative. So the thing about Southern Charm for me is, like, when I stopped watching it, all of these people washed away from my brain. Yeah, So yeah, the yeah. only people I retained were the people I care about, mm. who are Catherine and Cameron. Cameron's, like, the one who's, like, the narrator, and now she's pregnant, right? Yeah, I never cared for her, though. Okay, and then, like, I obviously know Thomas and Whitney because, like, they're old and, like, mm-hmm. what are they doing in the show? Yeah. 
And also, like, before anyone drags me for, like, not watching Southern Charm because they're all Trump supporters, I realize that half of the housewives are, but yeah. but we still have our Carols and our Dorendas that we can support. So. Yeah, what are you going to do? So, how's your week been? What's going on? What's happening? Well, I feel like you know most of what's happening because when I'm not watching Bravo shows... We're playing Overwatch. We're playing Overwatch oh, together. God. I mean, it's really sick. <laughs> I, like... I've never had so much fun or looked looked forward to something so much. Um, Last night, playing Overwatch with you while I was chomping on almonds and you were like lit. A little lit up. (laughs) A little lit up. That was fun. Um, But what else? Let's get to a few things that are going on before the shows. Uh, So our iconic queens from Dallas and OC seem to be on vacation. Yes. And we have... we have uh, intel more about Dallas, but a little about OC. Well, Dallas, we know they're in Copenhagen. Because one Leanne Locken star of Miss Congeniality is Instagramming, storying yeah. across the board. I guess the contract is not prohibiting her from... <laughs> I also feel like Leanne is like one of those who sort of like plays more with the contract and it doesn't prohibit her from like posting stuff because I think she knows that she's an asset to the show. You think she's a master negotiator? No, I think she just like does it anyways. Mm-hmm. And like, are they going to fire Leanne Locken? Literally oh, the only, I see what you're saying. the only person who makes Dallas relevant center digitally animated star. Yeah. The matriarch. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be exciting. I, I'm glad they have a budget to go like, Across the Atlantic Ocean. I will say this. I think that uh, housewives should sort of learn from vacations in the past. And I don't necessarily think that like a place like Copenhagen will bring out the kind of drama or like what we want from a vacation. Uh, My counterpoint to that would be... Is Amsterdam? No. Would be... uh, when OC went to Ireland, no, last season. Sorry, where, I keep on talking. Where the fuck were they? Like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, Iceland. in Iceland. But like, was that that good? Yeah. Remember when like Vicky had to be sure sent sure. off by the hospital, but and like then also the fights and the fights at like two a.m. in the morning, and the sun never going down. So they were like. So fucked up from eternal daylight. Sure, but in general, that season was looked upon as like not the best. But I know I but will the say, vacation was great. I will counterpoint myself and say Ireland. Ireland's for OC was great. Yeah, Ireland was great too. So maybe it will work because Dallas and OC are similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. In, in the ways that like they're not like in major media markets. They're sort of like removed from like yeah. I don't know. Speaking of OC. The OC girls are on a trip. We, we don't know where. We don't know. We see them on a plane. Shannon Bedore did a couple posts. One of her looking great in a like cab in the middle of the night, and then one with her and Kelly Dodd on a plane. Yeah. So, which refresh our memory for something that transpired a little while ago that one Evan Ross Katz from Mike brought to our attention. Uh, Shannon Bedore's Instagram story of her being drunk talking about like oh my god i can't believe what just happened and she's with Tamara, and she's like you'll see it episode 14 mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like the most jarring thing i've ever seen from a housewife on an instagram story besides cookie to boo boo dying 
Oh, I still remember where I was the day. Uh, but it was jarring because, like, she was so sp- specific. Yeah, right? I mean, you know what episode you're filming? <laughs> Do you think that maybe the producers, like, were like, throw this out there on Instagram, tell the queens what's what, let's get people let's get excited yeah. about things? Maybe. Because, like... OC was like not great last season. Yeah. I feel like people ho- only hold OC in a high regard because of its longevity and being like the pioneer. But few people are like, oh yeah, like OC is my favorite. OC, when it's good, it's good. And I've said this in the past. I think the Heather DeBro years of mm-hmm. OC were actually like all amazing. Yeah. That's when it came into like being a modern franchise and then it brought in Shannon and yada, yada, yada. What I think it needs to do, and I don't think they're going to do it. They do need to bring in like a new woman. Um, but I also think the same time they need to do what New York did in season seven and bring a new woman, but also bring old blood back. Yeah. I mean, they need another Shannon Bedore, another Dorinda Medley. We need an old woman. I don't want to see someone... Trying an to older have a baby. woman, an older woman. An older woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the Sonia Blanc on ice speaking right now. Um, no, but I agree. I think they need to bring in like an older, like more established woman, someone from the Coto de Casa. Uh, is that what it's called? Coto Insurance? No, Coto de Casa <laughs> is like the, the development they live in. Mm-hmm. Um, someone from there, but also like I call for Gina Keo to come back with that woman, make it a the B is back. The J is back. <laughs> Bethany is back. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, we need new blood, definitely, but we also need old blood. Besides Gina throwing wine in Tamara's face, I don't well, think she ever really did anything. But, like, I don't know. I, no, it, was it was the other way around. You, sorry. like, really confused <laughs> me for sorry. a second. But, no, but, like, Gina's a mainstay, and, like, the Night of a Thousand Dorinda doorbells or whatever they did on Watch What Happens Live... <laughs> Prove that, like, the audience wants mm. these people back. Yeah. Like, it's... We we want them. We we crave. Give Gretchen a tray on Vanderbilt. No, Vanderbilt. not, not Gretchen. Oh, no, oh, give her a tray. <laughs> give her a tray. <laughs> oh, my God. More employed than she's been in, like, the past four or five years. Okay. But we have a bunch of shows, so let's hop into that. There's so many shows. Uh, um, what's your takeaway from Atlanta, the reunion? Well, the first two parts were a snooze. Mm-hmm. This part was a little crazy. Because Kim's there all episode. Yeah. And we see Kim for who she truly is. and She's the parking meter motherfucker. <laughs> That's what Nina's, Nini said. Are you the parking meter? Oh, my God. Because, uh, like, she kept harping on the uh, the handicap sticker thing. Yeah. Also, a thing that Kim does that, like, really annoys the shit out of me is she's always claiming people are jealous of her. And it's like, <laughs> who's who's jealous of you? Yeah, Croy's, like, an attractive man, but that's where that ends. Mm-hmm. Also, like... We're not jealous of somebody who is outwardly racist on television. Yeah. Which is how we're going to close out this episode. But there are a few things Mm -hmm. to address first. Uh, Thurgood wants to know if Sheree and Tyrone are having phone sex. And, like, Sheree was offended Andy was asking it. 
And mm. he was like, no, it's not me. It's Thurgood. It's Thurgood. <laughs> Dan, have you ever had phone sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh. You have? I... I was in a long distance oh, relationship you can't, at one point. If you can't dish it, <laughs> I answered, bitch. I know, but you like stuttered. <laughs> uh, and also, not when I was in a long distance relationship. Mm. I've, yes, I've done the deed. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I don't think it's a weird question to ask because, like, how else? Except that, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kim was dancing at Oasis for twenty years as a nurse. 20 years. 20 like, years. What? Where does the math add up? Isn't she like supposed to be pretending to be 39 or something? <laughs> I I think so. Um, let me find her age, but let's keep on talking about this. Also, I don't know of Oasis and I'm from Atlanta, but also... Mm, also like you were, you were a child in Atlanta. <laughs> I, I know. Oh yeah, she does come to be 39, but also... Oh, I, I can't I, believe myself. Pat, I am um, familiar with some prominent strip clubs in Atlanta. Claremont Lounge, which is an iconic place um mm. everyone should go to support blondie also um swinging richard which is the gay strip club yeah um i went there oh maybe God. two years ago with all my co-workers wow fun um support the strippers fr- a work-friendly environment yeah support yeah support people also support um people. <laughs> there was just a little tangent there was a stripper who looked like tim riggins from friday night lights i don't know her and he kept on telling me that it was his first night but also like i that's i know that's like, like a gig trying to a gag get me to tip him which mm-hmm. i did heavily but also <gasps> recommend swinging richards okay uh so andy asked kenya to explain her feud with kim and Kenya didn't really have a good explanation for it. Like, she talked about the charade thing. Like, mm-hmm. the, the housewarming party. The housewarming, that's, that's that's their only it. feud. I mean, it's like, it's really, I think it's more the fourth wall stuff we can't talk about. But Kim's last season on, as a regular housewife was Kenya's first season, right? When Yeah, like, when she left mid mid-season like i think kenya was there yeah yeah they they didn't have enough time to like really bake out a feud uh but in the conversation kim starts going into cry not kim kenya Kenya starts going to cry and you know i want to root for kenya but this is like my one knock for her is whenever she goes after a man it always like derails into a weird homophobic a homophobic slam and it's like kenya you can do better than this. She very often does that, and sometimes she's called out on it, and sometimes she's not. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, pretty much every time she goes after a man, it's it swerves in that direction. So I just wanted to address that. Yeah. Uh, so they talk about Kim's skincare line, Cat cashmere which she claims makes like how many million? Fifteen a year? million. Fifteen million a year. <laughs> like she's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Does Kim even make that I much? Don't know. I don't know how much fifteen million is. <laughs> well, it's fifteen million dollars. <laughs> okay, and th- I loved us revisiting, which I completely forgot. Post Nini's white party, never forget. Gays on gays parade. On, gays on parade. Like, <laughs> let's bake a cake uh, party or whatever it's called at the dispatch that occurred at Portia's house, where Portia <laughs> called. Brielle Kim's hoe daughter and no one blinked an eye and then like no one blinked an eye again 
no one explained it. Them playing the clip again and like I forgot all about it. No one caught it. But then it, I don't know. It's... But but they still seem to not catch it. Yeah. <laughs> like boys were just like, oh, you know, it just I was just. <laughs> and Kim just didn't care. So about Kim. Mm. So I heard that they stopped filming Don't Be Tardy after mm. like all of this stuff. She, well, th- they were making it seem like she halted production. She stopped it. Can she stop production? By just saying like, I'm not letting you in my house. And you know, like the signature Croy move where he like hits the camera. Oh God, they love hitting a camera. He, no, he loves hitting a camera. <laughs> no, but Kim does it too. Remember when she left that brunch, uh, the season that she left. But like, I see, the future I see for Kim and Croy and Brielle is losing a lot of money very quickly. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no, but like, like they're not going to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. If they're halting production of their Spin television off, show, yeah. they spend so much money, like flying to LA, having procedures, like that sort of shit. <laughs> they're, they're not going to have money. Yeah. RIP their finances. Uh, we bring up again somehow DJ Tracy was talked about for a while, and like Kim likes to pretend DJ Tracy never happened. Uh, but excuse me, DJ Tracy Young made an appearance on the first season of Real Housewives of Miami, yes, the first, the first uh, Housewives crossover, crossover of all time. Yeah, I mean it happened after Lisa Rinna on New York, but Lisa Rinna was not a housewife yet. Exactly. Yes, we are scholars. Hello. Okay. Uh. Nini talking about the roaches, saying, I don't know no roaches that wait for the video when the lights come on <laughs> to say. She says, when the lights come on, the roaches run away. <laughs> That's a point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> also, those weren't, those weren't roaches. I've seen roaches. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it was like... Also, I still, I still believe that those roaches were brought in. Mm. I think that it was a setup. Wow. Interesting. Okay, before we get to the behind-the-scenes video of Andy with Kim, Croy, and Sheree. In a bathroom. In a bathroom. I do want to address something that came up this past week. So TMZ stopped Kyle Richards on the streets of Los Angeles uh, asking, Kyle, do you think Kim Zolciak's racist? Based off of like the reunion or whatever. And... Kyle says, oh my gosh, I do not think she's racist. I do not. I love watching her on her show with her kids and her family. That reunion was actually really brutal. But you know what? I'm friends with Nini. I'm friends with Kim. I know all the girls. And she eventually says, we would welcome Kim Zolciak in Beverly Hills for sure. So I wanted to give this to the Freak of the Week. But, but we, we have a really good We have a really good one. Um, just stop, Kyle. Like, Kyle. Just don't. You can say no comment. You can stand there, wait for the valet to bring you your car. Just eh, don't do it. Also, if you watch, if you watch the show, you see that Kim Zolciak is racist. Yeah. Like you see it. She spells it out for you. Like I, I, I can't explain. Well, let's get to the the behind the scenes moment, which Andy revealed was like forty minutes long. Mm-hmm. On Watch What Happens Live. So, someone says, I need Andy and a camera. Mm-hmm. Was that a production person? Yeah, it was like a producer. Okay. 
Uh, and then Kim saying, "Which there was- is so good. I love seeing the behind mm, the scenes. Yeah, yeah. We've been calling for it since Teen Mom OG aired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kim saying, "There was not one positive question." And Andy says, "Well, Kim, you didn't have anything positive in your storyline this year." Yeah. Which I mean, her storyline. There was not really a storyline other than her just. Like, talking shit about people. Like, she bopped up up to Nini's white party, and, like, she Taught. was only an accessory. She didn't have anything for herself. She bopped into the psychic and then told Nini that she was on pill. Yeah, and, like, maybe like maybe that's because she was a friend of, but also, like, I'm sure they would have filmed you as a true housewife if you wanted to, Kim. Well, no, uh, this goes back to the conversation we had where, like, she was a friend of because of what they were paying her. Right. Oh, yeah, that was a complicated yeah. Uh, so Sheree's there. She's very quiet. <laughs> and is this, this is what got Sheree fired, we think, right? I, I think it's part of the equation. Uh, Kim's, like, upset with Sheree for not sticking up for her. And then Kim is saying... It's... You, you can't get a white woman dumb enough to sit with all, all these five African-American women all ganging up on me. And she it's, said racism wasn't all that real. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> she, said, she said that racism isn't real and that social media or something amplifies it. And it's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. But also, like, something coming from, like, a rich white woman who doesn't have to deal with that in her day to day. It's, but it's so insane. She made some comment on Instagram. I want to just pull that up and see if I could see what she said. It was like stupid, but I, I, I think we can say, um, that Kim Zolciak is canceled yeah. and we will not be reporting back to her at any point, to be honest. She said, I made a comment that confused and offended people. I sincerely apologize. Edit it out of context. I understand why my remark angered people. Racism is a sad reality in the United States. It has been prevalent throughout our country's history. Let me be very clear. I do not support, tolerate, or put up with any form of racism, hate, or other discrimination. My love for all people runs deep. I am open to all and always have been. I was heartbroken when I watched the last few minutes of the of the episode and saw my words were taken out of context, blah, 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 blah. You can read the whole thing on her Instagram page. It's the picture of her, like in from the reunion, but she said my words were taken out of context. No, they weren't like, let's, let, uh, yeah, you're canceled. Kim Zolciak. I'm happy to never watch you on television again. I won't be tuning into whatever next season. Don't be tardy or whatever. I've never talked to tune into that. Um, either I've tuned in a little bit, mm. but I'm also like, I take back anything nice I've ever said about you. Ooh. And that's that on that. Uh, Let's move on to... But strangely, next week we get a 10th year anniversary special. In uh, Very interesting. And I noticed that Phaedra was prominently in those uh, Ooh. ads. Could it be a sign? We'll see. Did we get a New York 10 year? Or will that come later? Well, this is... This is following the Atlanta completion of the 10-year. That's very, very interesting. And that weird year of New York where it took a long time to get them back on. Yeah. Um, it's weird that Atlanta lapped them because New York started first. Yeah. But they were very close in starting together. Right, right, right. Yeah. Potomac. 
what a joy of a show to watch. Yes. So we were ta- we were talking during the pre-show, pre-recording conversation. Potomac right now is like quintessential housewives. It's a very enjoyable show to watch. Like some shows have become tedious. Yeah. To be honest. Well, because some of the shows are now not, no longer about like their lives and their relationships. This is about like the behind the scenes stuff that has to do with them actually being housewives. Beverly Hills. We're talking to you. Beverly Hills. And also Atlanta to some degree mm-hmm. as well. Cause like the, I think a lot of the Nini Kim Kenya shit is mm-hmm. stuff that has to do with them being the stars of the show. Totally. Uh, but Potomac is just good old fashioned nonsense. It was like I made a sandwich. I, so I watched it like <laughs> you made a sandwich. I watched it on Sunday, but last night I came home. I made a sandwich and I was like, "I'm gonna watch it again, just uh, like a refresher." Wow! And I sat down, made a sandwich. I was eating with them in like the little like tea party or whatever the Sunday morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, one of the earlier scenes in this episode is like getting to know Candace and her house and. Dorothy's diva den. Mm-hmm. So Dorothy is Candace's mom and co-owns the house with her. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? What's her Chris, husband's name? I think. Or not husband? Like they're not fiance. Married. Fiance. He's like, he's weirdly hot in like a gay Instagram way. Oh, I don't see that. But like okay. the bald, the bald, the mm, beard. Okay, like all of that. Um. Yeah, I'm not seeing that, but I support your vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do want to say about her is when Monique joined last season, we had high hopes, but like it was really weird because she wasn't living in the city yet, and a lot of her storyline had to do with her family, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Candace is really sliding in with the right tone, mm-hmm. having like weird storylines that are very housewives like... Something with the mom, like the hair care line, a fiance, but also getting in with like the women at yeah. the same time. So I feel like she's sliding into her role as a housewife, as a housewife, better than Monique did last year. Yeah, and I already love her storyline with like her mom and that. I I think moms are very prominent in Potomac, mm. which is very interesting. But I like it. Yeah, give me more moms. <laughs> yes, Mother's Day is just around the corner. When is it? I need to, like, do something. Uh, it is two weeks from now. Okay. Yeah. We'll send a card. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Giselle was away in the Hamptons doing promo for her makeup line. Mm-hmm. But also, like, let's get her at Lou's house next time. Yes. Stay in the uh, night. I know. Like, in New York, they were, like, fighting over being able to hang out with the Beverly Hills girls. Like, mm-hmm. Hang out with the Potomac girls. They're fun, too. I need I need crossovers. Now that we're, like, past ten years with, like, several of these franchises, more crossovers, please. I know Andy doesn't like them, but, like, does Andy always have a good taste? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Giselle... I don't know. Okay. So Robin... One of the storylines is Robin being worried about how Monique spends her money. 
And Monique's family or something making the account, like the Instagram account about Robin or something, or the fan account. Yeah. I think that's a dumb storyline, and I'm glad that they quashed it by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like this year, Robin is kind of rebounding from last year, where she seemed to be on the edge of getting kicked off along with Charisse. I, yeah. I'm sort of surprised that Therese got kicked off, like, given that she was sort of central last year. No, I I know (laughs) how you feel about her, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, she, even though was awful, Mm -hmm. like, she was still central, but Robin was always, like, on the edges. Yeah. In the way that, like, Sheree has been. But Robin's also under Giselle's wing. Right. Uh, But we do have a call this week Interestingly enough, a part two of a call, but this is our favorite part of the two calls. We're not playing part one, sorry. So let's take a listen. (laughs) Hi, it's Rachel again. I forgot my most important point on why Robin is truly a great housewife. She engaged in an on-screen fight with a mouthful of food. That I respect. I stand for Robin Dixon. Okay, bye again. We stand for Robin as well. My wig is cold, but I'm not wearing a wig. Because <laughs> Robin snatched it? Um, this is a very... I feel like we could actually do a whole deep dive about, like, eating food on Housewives because there's been, like, in the OC 100 episodes thing, they specifically talked about... How they don't eat on camera. How they don't eat on camera. But Potomac and New York definitely like go all out in eating on camera oh yeah they have no problem like this week we had ramona with like mayonnaise hanging out of her mouth (laughs) (laughs) and that's also why like potomac i felt comfortable eating my sandwich last night Mm -hmm. i was like i'm eating with these women and we're having a moment truly uh but thank you rachel thank you rachel i love i love that moment um so giselle is like working on her pastor's wife book proudly announcing that she's working with a ghostwriter. <laughs> I know. Carol Redswall <laughs> is shaking. Yes. Um, but, like, is this book gonna be a book? Because we've, we've seen people write books on these shows, and, like, Erica Jane was at Simon & Schuster actually, like, doing a book, but we only got Giselle, like, with her ghostwriter. So, mm-hmm. like, is she gonna get published? I think so. Yeah. By whomst? I, I see it happening. Um... We also have Ashley in therapy. I, I love Ashley. I know you love Ashley. <laughs> Corona I love her watching do any. I love watching her do anything. Mm-hmm. Although but, it was sad. But I also don't like a therapy scene. And I also don't like her like making rules for her mother. And I get the weird relationship, but like that sort of thing is sad to me. Well, I mean, the story about the mom is wild. I know. But also, like... Like, she said she was living in a tent. Or he was living in a tent. And she was going to go live in the tent with him. The boyfriend. I know. Love is weird and wild. Oh, my goodness. But also, it makes me very sad. Like, the scene of her mom walking back down the hallway after being in Ashley's apartment. And, like, the mom's, like, crying. And, Mm. like, I hate that. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Twice. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Okay. uh, Karen and Giselle are meeting up. And the two of them, like... (laughs) Like, they're just, like, dinging at each other, but smiling doing it. They're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they 
they like each other, but they also hate each other. It's sort of like Ramona and Lou. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they know that they don't necessarily like each other, but they also they gotta really... Play. But they also really like each other. Yeah. Which, But it makes it so, like, magnetic and, like, mm-hmm. electrifying and perfect. I love it. I love you connecting Potomac and New York repeatedly oh, in yeah. this conversation. I, yeah, I, 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 I see parallels. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, Candace is like, has her hairline, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then the book party. We're, we do a reading. I, the... Ugh. This book party. The reading... The, okay, so the reading, it like, stacks up to the press conference from, like, last week. Yeah. With me, it's like... You bring these people together to do what? Like, it's so... It's so crazy, but also so great. And then, like, I love how the women, like... They're not like, this is insane that we're sitting here doing this. They're like, oh, here's my constructive criticism. (laughs) Uh, I also didn't realize that Giselle had children, but, like, maybe I haven't been paying attention. She has, like, three daughters. Yeah. but They're pretty young. My, uh, I would say, like, around, like, ten... 10 That's to 13. pretty young. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I loved when Karen was ignoring Charisse. She, I feel like Charisse being an FOH is like Karen's behind this. I know. And like, they're just going to like push Charisse out yeah. in some way. I think it was necessary for her to be an FOH this year. Because she was present. Because she was so big last season. But like, yeah. also I, I got so confused when I saw her in like a in a, like, a testimonial. It's like, oh, yeah, she's still a thing. So Giselle reading, and the comedy of this, this next talking head... Before it, you say this, Giselle reading, I think, reminds you of me trying to read. Yes. But, like, <laughs> but like that's also pretending, like, you're a great reader. <laughs> I'm a fantastic reader. But I knew I had to step out of the mm. reading position on this podcast mm. after Dan would drag me early in oh it. So God. that's why I don't read anymore. Well, maybe, <laughs> like Monique suggested for Giselle, which this is the funniest part of the episode, when she said, Giselle's, Giselle doesn't need a ghost writer. She also needs a ghost reader. I was being my pants at that drag. That was like my favorite part. Yeah. Um, you probably need a ghost reader. I think this podcast oh. needs a ghost reader. <laughs> yeah, it just needs two ghost <laughs> co-hosts to replace us with two ghosts. Uh, okay. The thing, the thing that this episode ended with was was uh, Ashley and her mom. The mishmash of food that they were eating. It was like sushi, sushi. It was tater tots, tater tots, and ramen. It was the. I mean, the ramen and the sushi at least is from the same genre, but. But also tots. the ramen looked like a cup of noodles. It wasn't oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked like a, like a ramen. Was it from Oz? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> if, no wonder Oz was struggling. But also, did you notice that when um, Ashley was preparing for her mom to come, she was like putting out the papers and she was drinking a uh, Corona. corona. <laughs> and with that, let's take a quick break before we get to Vanderpump Rules. So, Vanderpump Rules. Not the season finale? Even though 
I was shocked when I was sitting there and it was like, next time on Vanderpump Rules. And it was like, not the reunion. Yeah. Um, but I will say, give us 90 episodes of Vanderpump Rules and I will live for it because they really are. This team is like... They do beautiful work. Giving us everything that I could ever imagine. So Just make it like it. a soap opera. Five yeah. days a week. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah. So... Were you ever into soap operas, by the way? Mm-mm. Either was I. My mom, like, loved... General Hospital and All My Children. I thought I would love um, Passions. Because oh, yeah, that's, there was like, that fucked l- up. There was that, like, little doll little who boy. looked like Chucky. Yeah, yeah. And I was so afraid of Chucky, but yeah, I me was too. like... Wait, really? Yeah. Wait. Sorry, everyone. My biggest fear growing up was Chucky, and I wouldn't walk into a blockbuster or a movie store because my... Fucking sisters, I know one of you's listening, would chase me around with, like, the front of the movie, and we had a neighbor who would leave me in a room with, like, he had a Chucky doll and would have a child's play playing. Yeah. Scarred me for life. I was not okay until I was a freshman in high school. So, as a kid, strangely, my fears were location-based. If we were home in Staten Island... For some reason, I was afraid of. I can a- see it. From afraid of alligators coming into my bedroom and eating me. Doesn't really make sense. Alligators are not native to Staten Island. Wait, Dan, I had fears of when I was in the shower growing up mm-hmm. that a shark would come eat me in, in a stand-up shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, however, in m- my parents had a house in the woods in upstate New York. Do they still own it? Yeah. Uh, How come I've never been to the woods? uh, But my fear when I was there is either aliens would come and abduct me, which I think makes sense for being in the woods. Because, like... Also, like, I'm like, aliens, take me. I would love that. Or Chucky would come and kill me. Chucky's so scary. He only was coming to kill me... When I would be in the woods. He was he had no interest in me while I was in Staten Island. Oh, he was always interested in killing me. <laughs> Constantly. Maybe, like, he was afraid of the alligators getting involved in the tussle. That's so <laughs> weird. Also, like, I, I grew up partially in, like, places where alligators could actually, like, be on, like, our deck. Like, but my they dad weren't on your Florida. radar. <laughs> so, like, like alligator, that would be actually be in mm. a reality for me. But, yeah, Chucky. Okay. Ugh. How did we arrive here? I don't remember. I don't know, but we're talking about Vanderbilt <laughs> <laughs> Uh Okay. So, Jack's running into Katie and Schwartz's apartment post-breakup. Down the hall. Love it. I'm um, also, spoiler alert, Jax and Brittany are still together. Yeah, spoiler alert. Do you think they'll, like, have kids and, like... What do you, what do you think is the trajectory for a Vanderpump Rules person... Like, which couples will, like, settle down and have children and do that thing? And, like... Well, kids comes up for another couple. However, I feel like the first will be either Brittany by accident or Katie and Schwartz on purpose. I think Kristen by accident. Oh, Not even by accident, actually. I want to see that happen on the show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that would give her a great storyline. Uh, but I, I do want to say Katie's performance and like the Jacks talking about the breakup 
was a magnificent performance. Katie this season has really come back as like fan favorite. I just love her not being the center of attention. Yeah. She thrives when she's just on the sidelines. Yeah. And like she's had several moments this season where I'm like, oh, I like actually really like you. Yeah. And yeah. So Lala meets up with Lisa and Lisa gives Lala these insane boots for her performance. It's also, why didn't Lisa show up? I think that's maybe part of the reason why she gave the boots Mm -hmm. because she couldn't show up. But like, I kind of felt bad about it because she had to wear the boots. Right. Like she couldn't receive the gift without wearing it at the performance. Right. And since Lisa's also a producer of the show. So like the boots were so crazy looking that Lala then had to wear like the most toned down from the knee up. Mm -hmm. Her, her outfit for the performance was very Katya in a read you wrote you. Okay, I don't remember that, but sure. Uh, let's talk about... Let me set the scene. Tom and Ariana's apartment. Tom, Ariana, Billy Lee, Jeremy Maddox. Mm-hmm. All sitting around. About to hang out for the night. Right. Let's go. Okay, so I thought that Billy and Jeremy's body uh what what's the word body language <laughs> my god i'm such a your stroke i'm such a ding dong their body language i thought was very like you know when you're on like a first date with someone and like your hand will like fall near them and that sort of thing and like maybe we'll touch yada yada mm-hmm. yada you know what i'm talking about okay it was very that which i liked it seemed genuine in a lot of ways are they still together I don't know, and I don't think so. I feel like I recently went through Jeremy's uh, Instagram, and he formerly had a picture of Billy Lee in there, but (gasps) it no longer was there. But I could be wrong. Huh. But um, I think, or I hope that Billy Lee's a bigger part of next season, and hopefully she doesn't go the way of Vale Bloom. Ooh, I like... Have you seen Billy Lee's Instagram page? Yeah. It's like a little checkered board of quotes yeah, she and pictures. Quotes. Yeah. No, no, but I like how it looks when you're in the, what is it? Like the window And pane? she does that on purpose. That's very yeah. interesting. Also, never forget, I was Billy Lee's guest to watch What Happens Live. I know. Just I earlier mean, this year. Guest of Billy Lee, <laughs> guest of Leanne Locken. I mean, just a friend to the stars. This Brendan Davis. Um, no, but I actually, I honestly think it could be very interesting if she joins the main cast. Uh, I mean, a good sign was her being in the roundup when Watch What Happens Live was in LA. Yeah, the Night of a Thousand Doorbells or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Brittany's single. She's hanging out with her gay Kentuckian. She's DMing Mark Barback. Isn't his name Alex? Oh, maybe Alex. I thought his name was Mark. Uh, I think it starts with an A. Oh, it's like one... It's like a short name. I could be wrong, but I think it starts with an A. Adam. 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 Ron Hale. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, whenever I think of Brittany in my brain, 
I just picture saying "Ron Hale" <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> it's so sick. Also, like Britney, I feel like if I was a het, Britney is the kind of gal I would go for. Yeah, she's a babe. Like, like on, like honestly, like I'm not even. <laughs> was it this episode where she was like, "Thanks for the boob job, asshole." Yeah. <laughs> On the couch with Sheena and was it Ariana? I think so. I could I could like listen to her talk, especially when she's fired up like all day. I know. I like she honestly is like a gift. A gift. A gift. I mean, like how? Like Jax plucked her out of Instagram. Is that what happened? They were. I think the story is they. She was in Vegas the same time the Vanderpump Rules cast was in Vegas. So she was like ham, and like they met, and then like Instagram, yada yada. Mm -hmm. And now she works at Sir. Yeah. Okay. So we got Tom Sandoval and. Ariana with the realtor and they're talking about babies and Tom, Tom and that realtor really wanted to be added to the cast of million dollar listing LA. Right. Does that show even exist still? Yeah, I think so. I think like, um, the New York franchise is the crown jewel in the series. I think when the gay left, uh, the LA one is like, it started to falter. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, there's two gays. Yeah. But like when the attractive gay left, his okay. name was like Madison, which is a great name. I had a girlfriend named Madison um, in high school. She was very attractive. Hope, hope you're listening, Natty. <laughs> she ended up working with my sisters at uh, the local bar in my home. Anyways. Cool. Speaking <laughs> of bars, Stasi is stealing candles from Sir for Lala's performance, which she's producing. Can I just say, I love Stassi, the event planner. I love Stassi being friends with Lala. I love all of the women coming together in this show and realizing that, like, they can, like, push it forward. Mm -hmm. And they don't need the fucking men. I love Brittany showing up to work post-breakup and everyone being so proud of her for showing up to work. And Brittany's explanation being, I grew up on a farm, so I have to go to work. If I don't feed the chickens, the chickens will die. Good point. Also, the rest of us have to show up to work because otherwise we can't be paid. <laughs> it's not like pretend work at sir. Uh, oh, Lisa wanting Lala's man to show up on the show. Producer hat on. I love that producer hat shining bright in the sunlight. Lisa, like, uh, Vanderpump Rules is such a good look on Lisa. Mm. And we've said it before. You've said it especially before, but like, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I can't um, get enough of her. And like, I don't want her to leave Beverly Hills, but like, let's do like two seasons of Vanderbump rules a year. We should do, Oh my God, we should do Vanderbump rules. Like the main cast and do like the secondary cast of like mm. the, the people we don't see. Like when you walk into Sir, like on a, any given Saturday, yeah. I, the only person there was Ariana's brother. I want to hear about everyone else. And Max, where's Max this year? Yeah. Uh, okay. Remember when Max was supposed to be dating Faith? Mm-hmm. Now she's on X on the beach. Is Max showing up on the beach? Oh my God, I hope. <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> I think this was at Lala's performance. 
And Brittany's there. She's happy. Katie says, look at the smile on her face. And Stassi says, that's the smile of freedom. And then I say in the audience, she's smiling. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, one thing. Wait, oh, wait. The, sure, sure, sure. Walking into the performance, <laughs> yeah. something that I pointed out yesterday that, like, I'm surprised you didn't notice, but Logan walked in oh. holding a woman's hand. Okay. Which is great. And it wasn't, it didn't seem to be like, oh, here I am with, like, my het BFF. It, like, seemed like they were, like, holding hands. Like, love? I don't know. I think you're so making like, something up in your brain. No, but I'm not the only one who saw it. Jimbo saw it no, also. No, 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 no. I, I believe that it transpired, but, like, you're saying it's something, like, not friendship? Well, but, like, do you hold hands with, like, your woman friends, like, walking into, like, a venue? I've held a hand of a woman. Same have I, but, like, it, it seems like a weird okay. choice to make. Interesting. And, like, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, he's one of the people who still hangs out at Sir on a Saturday night when no one else is there, mm. which is very weird. I love mean. it. Okay. The performance. Uh, Lala is... The pop icon of our generation. She's a star. Love the performance. Love James's performance in the performance. Um, the reactions to the performance. My Tom God. Sandoval, I wanted to hit. Sheena being jealous. Loved that. Wanting good as gold, too. Which, I mean, Sheena is annoying, but I love the trilogy of songs that she has released. And I've, I've never tuned into any of them. Good, you know, good as gold. What the fuck are you talking about? No, I have. I, because we're good as gold. You need to sing more. Because I, we're good as gold. <laughs> like she sing, takes a, she takes more. a longer <laughs> break. <laughs> sing more. <laughs> no, please. You no, know, you're. He's tricking me. Sing more. Uh, so Stassi's saying she was expecting a performance like Sheena's. Tone deaf and a tutu lip syncing on stage, and I almost fell on the floor. Stassi Schroeder has a lot of flaws, <laughs> but, but dragging people is not one of those flaws. She is an icon, a legend, and a star in a lot of ways. And there's a reason that she's still around and they make up storylines like making her a party, a party planner so that she's part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but this whole season has been the Lala Redemption Tour. It's been the Lala and James Redemption Tour. Like, Except, who... like, James, like, it's, it's kind of like Kenya Moore, like, we're rooting for you, James, but, like, let's not talk about, like, some girl being fat. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Let's, like, just not go down that road. I think, like, we're at a point with Bravo shows where, like, the audience or, like, the... We're expecting you to be up to our level of, like, wokeness. Mm. I hate the word woke. But, like... Woke. But, like, <laughs> but like, don't fuck up and just call someone fat or, like, be racist or, like, yeah. be awful or exhibit yeah. your homophobia out. Just public. try. Yeah, just try. <laughs> just try it out. Uh, let's end it with Brittany saying, next relationship, I want to rule the roost. It's a country thing, like roosters and chickens. I love that she like had to explain like this very common term. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do let's do Beverly Hills. I'm looking at the clock. Let's do it for five minutes. Okay. 
Erica not sending books to her family. Insane. I know. Her justifying it. Erica, a person who I like and, like, I think she's a great presence on the show. When she's confronted with, like, normal things, sometimes I'm like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Like, of course send the books to your family. I read that book, or I read half of it, but, like, Uh, I see it on the shelf. Alex finished it. But, like, it's heavily, like, you talk about your mom a lot and you didn't send it to her. Yeah, her justification was that she spoke to her mom in preparation of the book of, like, she got help from her to get the contents, but, like... You would think, not only do you send it to her, you send it to her, like, before the book comes out so she knows what's in it. Also, like, in that book, she's not hyper, like, mean or anything to her mom, but she's definitely critical of, Mm. like, some of the things her mom did, which, like, makes sense. But, like, Um, can we talk about outfits for a second? Oh, yeah, sure. You love the fashions. No, I didn't love the fashions. I I appreciated the fashions because it was the most interesting part of the reunion. Mm. They looked like... Dallas or Dynasty from the 1980s. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like so insane. I see it. But they put all the people who were dressed yeah, crazy I don't on like one that. couch. Like, pop them into uh, what's different going things. on. Yeah, we talked about this with Atlanta too. Like, let's set a theme. Let's pick a color. Let's I like pick what a... they used to do with yeah. Atlanta and like actually pick like a theme and make them dress that way. I thought that shades worked. of a theme. Please come on. Um, we, okay, I, I do not care about the Dorit, Kyle, Lisa, Vanderpump fight. Well, that I, was, that was the, the last third of this episode, and I was playing Hearthstone for the right, whole no, part. Right, no, I was just putting that down as yeah. something, like, I, I don't yeah, care to yeah. talk about. I, I mean, I don't even have anything to say yeah. about it. I think one very interesting that ha- one very interesting thing that happened was the question about whether... Erica would duet with uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her reaction to that was like... Oh, no. He doesn't, he doesn't want to duet with me. He's John Cougar Mellencamp. Like, she, like, did not want to be there. She was, like, playing some weird game. And I don't think everyone was picking up what she was putting Was down. she... She was on the end of the couch. I wonder if she was annoyed by that. Well, Beverly Hills is, like, because there's, like, this, like, Kyle-Lisa dynasty, they always, like, put like put them in the front. And I think you should stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I could picture that being the reason she was annoyed. I get, yeah, I see that, yeah. She's like, because, I'm, I'm Erica Jane. Like, I'm, I made this, sh- like show interesting again or whatever yeah and like being at i've been to watch weapons live several times and like the housewives care the housewives care about placement of like sitting where so like when i went when lisa renna and kim richards were on lisa was sort of annoyed that she wasn't first chair yeah and then like leanne lockin the first (laughs) time she was on she was annoyed that she wasn't first chair Mm. she got first chair the second time yeah an icon um, okay. Something new that wasn't in the the show. Teddy talking about feeling guilty about picking the boy egg for her in, her in vitro uh, was a whole new storyline that wasn't even in the series. Mm-hmm. But I only bring this up because Dorit then told her, because uh, they might do get another baby or whatever. Dorit says, get a dog from Vanderpump Dogs instead. <laughs> 
I could not believe it. Okay. Renna saying, why have we not met your dad and Meg Ryan? To Debbie. Yes. I wanted to shake my chair because I like felt like I was the only one talking about the fact that Meg Ryan is in the picture here. you were. Like, nobody else was talking about it. So I, like, thank you, Lisa Renna. Thank you, Lisa Renna. Uh, also, uh, like, You've Got Mail is such a fucking good movie. And not all rom-coms from the 90s hold up, but You've Got Mail does. Okay. Andy, How bring, many minutes do we have? I think we have, like, one minute left. Okay. Andy bringing up Renna's Instagram Live rewatch was my favorite part of this reunion. Yeah. Which had nothing to do with <laughs> this season. It was the early seasons. And Renna just dragging Vanderpump. Vanderpump. And Lisa's saying it was nasty of Renna to say that she wants Cedric to come back. And then Renna's defense of dragging Lisa saying, are you kidding me? My Instagram stories that go away in 24 hours. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Red, I love this Renna. Also like season one of Beverly Hills is so good. Yeah. Adrian Maloof watching, washing a chicken with soap. Was that season one? Yes. I'm not sure about that. Oh. Washing the chicken with soap? I feel like that was season two. You think so? I don't know. But either way, I want to close this out with Andy saying, with all due to Bella, it's not Vogue. And Renna pretty pretty much summing up my argument with the whole friendship argument. Mm-hmm. You need to let things go and move on. True. Which is pretty much the New York mantra. Exactly. 100%. And with that, let's move on to New York. Okay. So, this New York episode... We're picking up from Lou's brunch, where Lou has lipstick on her sweater. <laughs> and Dorinda's screaming at Sonia. It's... And Mary's sitting there being shy. It's... Who's, who's Mary even? They never even, like, really give her an intro. She, I think she's Lou's friend. She seems like a Lou friend. From Do you Con- think? From, like, Connecticut. The, the old days. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, anyways, it's it's so good. We we get the end of that fight. It's amazing. It's iconic. Dorinda's grabbing her jacket. Ramona's f- trying to fake cry to Sonia mm-hmm. to make her apologize. And you could, t- like, she'll, like, act like she's about to cry and then turn it off, like, two seconds later. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, yeah, I mean, it was a great fight. Bethany... Showing the house. Showing the house. The two, like, very awkward... Do they do do this in, like, Beverly Hills, like, talk about how much the house is? I think they, like, used... They used to, and then I think they stopped. It used to be, like, a big thing of Real Housewives where they would always, like, flash, like, how much something was worth or how much, like, something cost. Um, But that's, like, a little, like, D-class-A, as they say. Yeah. And, but she's that won't stop her. She's like, oh yeah, this is my two million dollar historical house on the highway. <laughs> and she mentioned Frederick in it. Like, oh yeah, Frederick, she's always Frederick thinking, wanted only twenty five percent, but she's like, I can just do it myself then. Like nah. producer hat, like whatever. Tune into Bethany. <laughs> the house was beautiful though. Now the outside was beautiful. The inside could like do for some reno. Here's the thing. What compares to Lou's house? Nothing. I love Lou's Hampton's house. I'm not comparing it to anything, but I do agree that Lou's house is like so cute. Lou's so Hampton's beautiful. house is so cozy. Love blossom there. I have no idea 
about lose money. She's somebody who I'm like, okay. So she gets money from the count or she did up until they turned 18. Well, that's like child support. Yeah. But, but alimony, she probably gets alimony. But like, doesn't I'm not. So when you go to law school, it doesn't mean you're a lawyer and everything. Because you have to, like... You also haven't practiced law in, like, a while. No, I, I do practice, actually. <laughs> um, but, uh... I don't know. Like, if you remarry, does that... I think that, like, cancels your alimony pay- payments. I feel like the Count still pays Lou a little bit. Just to, like, be nice? I think they have a good relationship and, like... Like, throws kids, her a bone. The kids mostly spend mm. time around her, so he... Fuels that a little bit. Okay. Because otherwise, like, she's got this beautiful house in the Hamptons. She's got a no, new... No, but, but let's remember, she had a different house in the Hamptons. Like, they sold that one. I want to say they... No, but no, this is, a new, this is a house that we've had for, like, a couple years. Oh, I know, but she... Remember she was having the estate sale for the other house? Totally. I feel like she had to sell that one to downsize, like, sell the house, buy this new house, live off the, like, the money in between. But she also has a New York City apartment. That, does she? I follow her on Instagram. She Did she does. buy it or is she renting it? She's maybe renting, but still money is money. Like No, but there's a difference in the money for buying it and renting it. Okay, I still think she's getting help from the count. Okay. Anyways, how did we get here? Uh, we were talking about Bethany's $2 million historical house. Also, like... I mean, I, I, the, I, the plus I'll give to it is I like being able to walk to town. Yeah, that's nice. Like, I would imagine the Hamptons you have to drive everywhere, but being able to, like, scoot over. Which Hamptons is that? I don't know. Bridge, East. I think Bridge, it's Bridge. South. I seem to remember Carol Bridge. saying Bridge Hampton yeah. is the nicest <clears throat> Hamptons. I've only spent time in Southampton. So, while they're showing the house, Dorinda calls and she's fired up. And this is where Bethany kind of takes Sonia's side a little bit. Which I hate. Which I hate. But it's clearly Bethany having her producer hat on because everyone else is taking Dorinda's side. So, like, someone has to voice the other opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the, it's the question between death and divorce, which is, like, like no other franchise goes into, yeah. like, this sort of level For of, like, sure. something. They're either, like, too shy to talk about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or they're not even, like, at the place in their life to talk about death. Yeah. And I, I, something Carol said on Watch What Happens Live actually, I think, is the answer. Mm. So, Carol was talking about how when someone dies, you're venue to honor them and to like remember them is like you talking about them often um oh interesting which i think is the answer to it because like that's very different than like divorcing someone that that person is still alive to like talk like yeah to give their own yeah, yeah, version yeah. of whatever and I, I i yeah yeah so the next part is really just pretty much the rest of this episode ramona preparing for Carol's marathon party. <laughs> the mar- <sighs> and Ramona talking about the house. I don't know who she's talking to, but she says, I don't want my money in the stock market. I like to be able to use my assets. <laughs> Which is, and her home. 
her home. She uh, it was, I'm sure, when they bought it, the most beautiful contemporary home of the time. And it and they have not changed it. Since. But to give her credit, she just did a huge reno of it after this season oh, okay, okay, happened. Yeah, 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 so yeah. like she made it look more like her apartment in the city, uh-huh. which was also like Backdated, a sign of the times. But like now, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, the credit I will give to Ramona is that she's like trying mm-hmm. to keep it updated. Mm-hmm. So good for her. And she's also renting her, uh, oh, yeah. house out. If, do you guys want to like jump in? We only need like a hundred thousand dollars for a month. <laughs> Wait, is it on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like something crazy like that. Yeah. It's on barbaracochran.com or whatever. Not like Beatdown. It's like Beatdown, just cobble a few hundred together. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to the prep. Uh, we see Ramona in her dress first, and this was like a sign of things to come. Ramona's outfit is looks like a child made it. <laughs> the The reason I love this show so much is like this sort of like weird pageantry and like all of the outfits. Are so insane. I feel like they saw what's like happening in other franchises. I mean, like Atlanta has always been about the fashion. I would say fr- once Cynthia joined, mm-hmm. and then once Erica joined Beverly Hills, they've oh, been about so the you fashion. Think this is a reaction to others. So I think they're like, oh, like we're supposed to like dress up. I I actually, I see what you mean, but I also think, like, I think these women are so in their own brains and, like, so in, like, the brain of, like, Hamptons, like, New York City to Hamptons, like, we need to think this. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, the carol of it, of it all is, like, I need to be different, that sort of thing. I, I don't think they're thinking about other cities. Okay. I could be wrong, yeah. but... Well, I think we have two different perspectives on this yeah. matter. Uh, but, okay. So, that woman... There's a woman named Elise there. And Ramona's talking to Elise about Dorinda. And then Dorinda comes around the corner. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. Also, notice that Dorinda was the only one not called out for dressing crazy. Because Dorinda was being Dorinda. Yeah. Uh, Carol shows up in her tattoo bodysuit. <laughs> Can I say, am I the only one who loved that tattoo bodysuit? You suit? are the only one. It looked, I loved it. It looked like um, if like Ed Hardy had a fabric that they cut like the things that they patch on to the Ed Hardy shirt. Totally. But like, but, like I, the whole fabric was just Ed Hardy. I loved it. 100%. That's disgusting. I know. Uh, Speaking of Ed Hardy, Dennis Dennis Shields shows up with Bethany in what appeared to be an Ed Hardy sweater. It was a Gucci sweater. I know, but in the style of Um, Ed Hardy. Anything with a tiger on the front? I think that Dennis might be a star. I think Dennis might be in the House of Slytherin. Well, same. Hello. Well, you are, yes. But, um, but like, I was watching him. He was, like, there were little things he did that I thought were, like, sort of funny. And I was like, oh, we've got a, we've got a star on our hands. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
Bethany will probably screw that up too, like she did with Jason. That was a that was a Ramona yes, Brooklyn quote. Ridge quote. Yes. Um, so Carol being displeased with the party in that it didn't seem like it was a marathon party for her. Like, did she want like running like gold medal memorabilia? Did she want like sneakers? What did look, she want? It looks sort of tacky, but also she's not wrong. What looked tacky? Like her saying that about oh, okay. the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not wrong. But what did she want? What did she want? Like a big photo of herself? Probably. I mean, they brought out a cake and sang, Congratulations to you. But also, but like, that was. I was laughing hysterically. I was. was, Happy birthday. I was laughing hysterically at this whole episode. But like, also, Carol's not wrong. Wrong about what? Ramona had this party to have a dinner party. Okay, that's fine. And she tacked on the marathon thing to it. She should be honored. Oh, of course. Um, But I. How horny was Dorinda for Dennis? Let's talk about that. I mean, that's fine because... uh, Richard was bald. No, (laughs) because John was horny. John was, like, practically taking off, like, Carol's top to see the bodysuit. Oh, my God, I know. Also, the bonding between John and uh, Ramona, like, brought warmth to my heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they were, like, posing for pictures together. And, uh, and then, like, they were texting about, like, I didn't get... <sighs> I love it. I love this family. I feel like I'm a part of it. Uh... <laughs> okay. Luann, not knowing. It was so Not good. knowing who Dennis was. That whole sit-down dinner and Luann, like, In earnestly, earnestly asking... It would have been one thing if it was just normal Luann hair, but her sitting there and with that braid and that purple, <laughs> like boa around yeah. her neck. Her, her earnestly asking, like, "How did y'all meet?" And like when they went through a reunion where they called Dennis's fucking daughter. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, there was something else I wanted to really like deep dive into. Oh, ev- the the burning of. The, the check, check and Ramona two times being really oh, concerned about, about the like, her what? It's a charger. The 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 thing that they put the the check on is called a charger. A plate. So it's not actually a plate. It's like the big decorative color oh, yeah, yeah. plate that you put under the actual plate. But also Ramona being so concerned about that and also like the glass that Oh yeah, Beth, yeah. like and Bethany saying like oh yeah, she can't replace it. It's from the the Those 70s. little moments of Ramona like being stressed out about that like made her human to mm. me in a different level. Oh yeah. my god, I could talk about Real Housewives of New York forever and ever and ever. <laughs> what are we getting next week? Do we remember? I feel like we're getting, like, Ramona yelling at Sonia into her mouth or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, like, holding their, their hands up to each other's mouths. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they bring up Rocco, and that's where we get the liar, liar, hoe on fire, because she's not actually dating Rocco. We bring up the Berg, Bergdorf gift card again, and that's where we get the shut your mouth and shut your fucking legs from Tinsley. And also just, like, Tinsley writing a check for how many oh. thousands of dollars is, oh, like... I think it was a rate of $2,000 per month for rent. So it was, like, th- two or three months of rent. 
So like at least six thousand dollars. Four to six thousand dollars for rent. Um, let's see. A thing about Tinsley is like I feel like if I asked her, she would pay for my rent. Like if I asked her politely, like, oh, hey, Tins. that's nice. Uh, so we, oh, I can't believe we're not we're not even close to done. We have the following morning where Dorinda and Ramona are recapping the prior night. And then they go to and they, the brunch. Well, they, they get the text from, from Sonia, where Sonia, where Sonia goes off and calls Ramona B.O.S. That's where we get the say it, forget it, write Do it, you, regret it. But, like, it could have meant point of sale. Yeah, it could I've have. I've worked it, in retail. It could have meant that. <laughs> um, okay. The brunch at Topping Rose. South of the highway, by the way. South of the highway. Uh, Ramona getting up. (laughs) And sitting up. And the acting. Get her in more Bravo SponCon. She's never in Bravo SponCon. I don't think she's ever been in a (gasps) Bravo. She used to be in like the Summer by Bravo Yeah, but that's different. That's that's different. That's not like... Avengers, Affinity War, like <laughs> Ramona, like holding the Infinity Stone glove. Who from or some New York shit. do they do that with? It's Any... usually like Sonia and, and Dorinda. Oh, the Dur- oh, the, the, like, the Toyota movie? commercial or whatever. There was a Toyota. There was like a dogs movie or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but like the acting job, Ramona, like oh, uh, Tinsley, I want to get your opinion on with this. like mayo hanging out of her face. <laughs> Here's the thing. And then uh, asking the waiter to bring her dish there at the end of the table. <laughs> and Bethany's just like sitting there realizing what's going on. <laughs> so Bethany and Sonia are going to be like the sisterhood of this season. When yeah. like, remember Atlantic City from how many years ago where like Bethany had to confront Sonia? Or remember when, when Bethany was screaming at Sonia, like screaming at Sonia about Tipsy Girl? Oh yeah, <laughs> which was not was like maybe two years ago. Twenty sixteen, I remember. That was back when we were like searching for Tipsy Girl on this very podcast, and you would email interns. I also brought a bottle of Tipsy Girl. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Sonia closing it out with a Game of Thrones reference, like she's Shangela. Yeah, does she think she's Shangela? <laughs> yeah. She also, does. like I think. Hets love Game of Thrones, which oh, yeah, is why they, they bring it. that yeah, yeah. up all the time. Ugh. But, like, Shangela's not a hat. she a hat in the streets? She could be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, I think, is it for all the shows this week, unless you have anything else for New York. it The best show on television. Best show on television. The best comedians. It literally it doesn't disappoint. Um... I wish I could yell at everyone who's not watching Real Houses of New York to watch it. Yeah. It should be more watched than, like, the Today Show. Reco- re- required, <laughs> required watching. Did you just say cock? <laughs> re- required watching. Uh, but on the New York train, our Freak of the Week this week is one Sonia Morgan. So we got an email with a little Sonia scoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a few tidbits in there, but my favorite part was... Do we want to say the person's name, or do they not? Oh, yeah. Uh, Allison. Yeah, say, yeah, Allison. Oh, my God. Allison, thank you for emailing us. Uh, Allison sent us a screenshot of Sonia Morgan's email signature that she uses in communications with people. 
I'm going to read. I mean, it's so long. It's okay. the longest email it's, signature that you've ever seen. It's so wild. I want to hide. But like, uh, yes. I'm going to steamroll through it because it's all worth it all. Should we do every other line? No. Uh, <laughs> top, I can't read. Top 21 stylish New York mag fashion week 2011. Sonia Morgan trended worldwide Twitter 2011. Up 16,496% on IMDb September 2011. Yahoo number two search item, July 2011. Number two. Voted fan favorite season four, 2011. Tina Fey's... Fan favorite. <laughs> a round of applause for fan favorite. Tina Fey's favorite housewife, 2012. Zimbio top 10 influential women on TV, 2012. Sonia's toaster oven recipes featured on NBC's 30 Rock, 2012. New York State Senate Entrepreneurial Fashion Lifestyle Brand and Media Award, 2013. Movie short for Alexander Wang with Chris Kattan of SNL, 2014. Bravo Award for Best LOL Scene, 2015. Sonia Morgan, New York Fashion and Jewelry Launch, New York Fashion Week, 2015. Sonia trending on Twitter, number four, after Empire, number one, (laughs) Brony, number five, 2016. On stage... Debut off-Broadway, Sex Tips for Straight Women from a Gay Man, 2016. I saw that. TV Guide number four of 45 Real Housewives ranking, 2016. 44. Oh, I'm sorry, 44. 44. Uh, Baywatch, the movie commercial, 2017, <sighs> Brendan. What What is your email signature at work? I mean, it's like... My name, my title. What's your title? Don't worry about it. Uh, office phone number. Uh, yeah, same. Website, same. disclosures, blah, blah, blah. Same. Mine maybe has my Twitter handle, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say this tracks. From when Alex and I met Sonia at the premiere party last season, mm-hmm. she was very quick to like throw out these like, I was ranked in the top 10 of Housewives of BuzzFeed's ranking. I was like, okay, so... I mean, you. BuzzFeed wasn't even I know, on this list. I know. Maybe it was added after this email correspondence that we were sent. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I love that she knows her accolades. I mean, 16,496% IMDb up in 2011. I mean, like, she had an IMDb page pre- Well, Housewives? because the movie... The mo- oh, the movie. <laughs> you know the movie she produced. I know the movie she produced. That, yeah. That's why she's having all these troubles. <clears throat> Brennan, who is our one true queen? Well, our one true queen... Let's say New York. <laughs> ...is one Alex McCord. And I feel like you need to really lay this out for us. Because you decided both the freak and the queen this week. Okay. So yeah, bring us into why Alex McCord is the one true queen. So, uh, Alex of this household unearthed this Facebook post from Alex McCord. Uh, there was that meme of like, was it old head hashtag old headshots or something? I think it was like my first headshot. I, I don't know. Uh, so Alex posted on Facebook. Sure. I'll play the, my Alex first, McCord, not Alex, Alex McCord, uh, posted on Facebook. Sure. I'll play the, my first headshot game, but it's the second because the first was too modeling. More fun was, more fun was looking at old resumes. Had completely forgotten playing Monica Lewinsky off off Broadway, and she posted this beautiful headshot, which 
I would frame in my home. That tracks. <laughs> I'm looking at framed photos of one Dorinda Medley, one Countess Luann. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a photo of you in an, in our elevator. Yeah, but this this is a great photo of Alex McCord. There's um, a photo of you with Kim Richards on the wall. Yep. So, yeah, I think this is actually a great photo. I think she should go with darker hair again. Oh, my God, I know. I love honest. her as a brunette. Yeah. The blonde, the blonde never worked for me. Yeah, I don't like to comment on women's looks, but yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, but that is it for this week. Where can we find you on the internet, Dan? Well, you can find me at IDKIDK. You can find me on Twitter. That's IDKIDK. But also, at Come Through Queen. <laughs> Ma- managing our social media <laughs> network there. As well, you could join us on Facebook at Come Through Queen, the closed group. Put a request. We'll let you in real quick. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, please join the conversation. Brendan, where can we find you? At not Brendan, probably. Uh, you can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. You can email us some fun tidbits at comethroughqueen at gmail.com if you're shy. Dan loves email. I love emails. Uh, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Uh, tune into the Drag Race episode in a few days. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.